One of the people who actually has real principles about this issue is my next guest, Congressman Bishop of North Carolina, member of the House Freedom Caucus. How are you? I'm great, Eric. And can I just say, uh, don't feel sorry for me. This is an honor of a lifetime to fight for change finally in Congress on behalf of the American people. And one other quick thing to say is, you know, I, uh, I've been following you not only in this debate, but for a number of years I, before I went to the state legislature. And I appreciate your, that you're a man of principle. And, you know, in this process, a lot of people wring their hands and panic over a couple, three days. And the work we've been doing up leading up into this for six months that we've been doing, uh, finally to get a conversation about it. And unfortunately, a lot of the folks who ought to be cheering us on the hardest uh, have uh, have failed the moment that arri- has arrived. And you did not. And uh, well, you've been clear and, and straightforward and, and correct about the issue. I appreciate it very much. And I just I, I'm a little bit frustrated with some of my friends on our side who usually line up where you and I are, who are, are on the leadership side for reasons I can't imagine. Um but it, it, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do to them what I think they're they're doing to you and, and Congressman Roy, who's a longtime right. friend of mine. I've known him forever. Um, and, but l- let me just ask you: you 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 are getting on a daily basis now beat up. I, I see this Fox News story that I'm told by your staff isn't true that you will quit Congress if Kevin McCarthy is elected <laughs> speaker. Uh, I mean, they're just throwing stuff out there. Well, I mean, they 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 have distorted and, and reported incorrectly something I said in a press gaggle outside the chamber uh, last night where I said, look, I'm, I don't get there saying, you know, what, what do you want out of the house? I, I don't want any most empowering thing in Washington is I don't want anything. I don't need anything. I just want to make change up here for the American people. If this place can't be changed, I'm out of here. That just means that just means I'm not going to stay up here for, in fact, I said it for decades. Uh, you know, just uh, toiling on a wheel that's not getting anywhere. We're here to do something. And that's what all this is about. So when Fox News reported that, said I was going to resign if <laughs> I didn't get my way, we've corrected it. And that didn't stop Eric Swalwell from, uh, quote, tweeting the lie for his fourth approaches. <laughs> that's, that's what Washington is like, as you well know. Okay, so let, let, let's I, – I, I get the sense. I, I know there are some uh, – my friend Lauren Boebert and others are very much – we don't want Kevin McCarthy. doesn't matter what the deal is. But then there are friends of mine like Chip Roy who's like, if we can get a really good deal that stops the legislation by crisis that we've been in for the last decade, I'll take it. Uh, where are you in the mix on this? Uh, I haven't said and I won't say because I think it damages the – process to put all that on the line, you know, clearly. I, I would just say, you know, both both are very respectable points of view. I want, reasonable people can differ. And someone can say, in fact, the really tough part of this is if, you're, if you need someone of conviction to go to the mat for the American people to, to, to lead the Republicans to do stuff during this Congress, you know, you'd like to have an ideally a certain person, type of person to do that. If you don't, can you build safeguards and rules and processes and spread personnel throughout various committees and so forth in order to try to get to a similar spot or accomplish the same objective? That's a fair question to ask. It is a very tough thing to do. Right. Um, but, you know, I believe, I believe you've got to have two indispensable things. Courage, that's really lacking up here. And second, uh, uh, persistent, reasonable, working with other people 
because this is a place that operates by collaboration among people. And that's what I'm going to do. I am not going to be intimidated. And I'm not going to be told because this is the pecking order that gets turned a notch. And that's always how it works, that you've got to do that. And you've got to cast your vote for it or we'll destroy you. Not going to put, I've never, uh, not in a million years would I knuckle onto that. To that. Well, and, you know, I should probably clarify on, on uh, Congressman Roy. I, I actually, so Chip and I have known each other so long, Congressman, I don't talk to him about this stuff because if I say something right. on radio, it's like Jim DeMint. Uh, he's going to get attacked if I say something because people are going to think it came from him. So I haven't talked to him. My impression has been there are things he wants that if he gets, he would go along with McCarthy. Uh, and there are some who it doesn't matter what McCarthy gave. Wouldn't I, I'm kind of I'm personally in the I, I've never been a I, I think he's just so much of an opportunist I wouldn't trust him if he gave me the deal just just so you know where I am. Um, well, I, I, let I me think, tell you where I am because Chip Roy is an absolute gift to this country. Yes, That's indeed. One that he's he is. I, you just can't say enough good things about Chip, and I don't just go around saying that. Right. Yeah. Uh, listen, I mean, yeah, I think if he were speaker, uh, we, we wouldn't be in this. Business. Well, <laughs> one of the issues here in this, I have talked to Chip in the past, not not in this fight, but I did hear him talk about this on the floor yesterday. Fifteen years ago, we were not constantly fighting with, uh, oh, the government's going to shut down unless we pass this million page bill that no one's seen. Oh, we're going to hit the debt ceiling if we don't do this. That leadership waits until the crisis comes and then forces a multi thousand page bill on members. They don't have time to read and says, if we don't do this in the next 24 hours, disaster comes. That's not the way for Congress to legislate, it seems to me. And this open process that all of you have talked about just seems to be the way to get back to normal legislating. You're correct, sir. It, and, and it is difficult. But what you just described, which is, a, as you say, uh, has been at least 15 years. I'm, I'm, it may have been longer than that, that, that you just do that. That is, that is a handful, frankly, of about four or five people dictating government it's not a republican form of government and it's dangerous and it serves it never serves the american people it serves you know they you they monetize they put legislation on the floor they get contributions from lobbyists they monetize it they pump that back into the election cycle so that your choice is between a leftist and some squish that will never stand up and repeat rinse and repeat and and, and, you know, I've, I've had, Eric, I've had, and of course I will say most of the responses from out there have been supported, especially the ones that are particularly gratifying, but I've had no shortage of uh, people sending in and saying, what do you think you are doing? And i got to tell you, the American people are going to have to decide whether they've got enough courage to be led through fights like this so that the country can be saved. I think it's just that simple. Now, somebody's going to say, you're, you're grandstanding. <laughs> I think it's anybody can look at this place and say, oh, this Washington really works well for the American <laughs> people. If they do, I don't have much to say to them because they're going to think I'm irrational. But I think that about 90 percent of Americans think Washington does not work for the American people. And it is this. So if I can speak to 90 percent of the people and convince them that, you know, I'm trying to work doing something important to attack that problem, that's good enough for me. Well, look, that's that's really well said. Where where does this go from here? I mean, do, do you do you worry about you you get a deal and then uh, you get stabbed in the back, or or I mean, there was the Mike Rogers thing that you should all be denied committee seats. I mean, how, what's the lay of the land moving forward? 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. I worry about everything. This is this process is consequential, and it's one it's a one of managing risks. It's, it's one of setting off potential and important benefit against risks, and the risks are numerous. And one of them is indeed that if you strike a deal, uh, you know, accept the turn of the notch on the uh, on the pecking order, uh, then you, you get you get screwed, uh, and um, and it, it's a real risk. Uh, but it, but it, but every risk, but there are other risks. And the one thing that we can't do, though, in my view, and this is the place where I take issue with this. Some of these people call me and say, well, what do you think you're doing? Not taking any risks is part of the way, is, is really, I think, the reason we've gotten where we are. Member after member after member, entirely well-intentioned, have come through this place, and they've refused to take any risks. I will not do that. This country is about taking risk and overcoming jeopardy and producing prosperity and freedom. And I want it to continue for other generations of Americans. And I will not be a part of a timid people that I do not recognize. Amen to that. Hey, Congressman, before we get off here, let, let me, I want to switch gears with you real quick and, and ask you something more local. I've got a couple of affiliates now in North Carolina, and we, you had this bizarre situation last year where the legislature redistricted and then the Democrats, and they actually were partisan Democrats on the Supreme Court, said, oh, you can't do that. Case now before the Supreme Court, the Republicans have now taken over the Supreme Court in North Carolina. What's the state of play there with the, the redistricting in North Carolina? Uh, so, that's a great question. Uh, by the way, just to re- reiterate part of what you said, that court, we've not, I don't think there's ever been a more unabashedly, sharply partisan, Democrat, bullying, mm-hmm. opposer of a court as that one. We won every, every appellate court seat that was up, our Court of Appeals, our Supreme Court, Republicans won them all. That's just going to change, as you said. But um, that's so abusive. This case that's in the United States Supreme Court is important. It has the possibility of establishing the principle that the Constitution means what it says when it says that districting is placed into the hands specifically of the states through the legislatures thereof. And these state courts were not never given an opportunity to go out and make up stuff that is not in the state constitution or anywhere to impose their own districting scheme. So I believe that we need to hold course on what the current uh, legislation is that the, that's been struck down by the North Carolina Supreme Court so that the United States Supreme Court can finish the process of this case called Harper, uh, that is uh, Harper versus Moore, I believe it is, that is currently pending, will be decided by next June, has the opportunity to make a really landmark, important change or clarification of law. Uh, but I imagine right after that, I think that one way or the other, the United States, or excuse me, the North Carolina General Assembly is going to have a new districting plan, and I anticipate an entirely different course with respect to what comes then. Good. I, I hope so. It, it really, I don't, it, it boggled my mind that you can have literally open, like they ran as partisan Democrats on the Supreme Court, decide to redistrict because they didn't like the, just, I mean, talk about disrespect of the process. And of course, no Democrat complained at that. <laughs> just, no, they, they oh. don't care a bit. It's, it's fine for them to do that when they're, as long as they're getting their, they're good. Exactly. Well, listen, I, I don't want to keep you. I know you've got to go vote for more speaker votes this afternoon, probably. So <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, and, and we're working. God bless we're you for what you're progress. doing. Good. Thanks, Eric.